the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Former special assistant to none other than the 45th President of the United States. Now, he is strategic advisor for coalition relations. It's actually just strategic advisor now. We're broadening the portfolio. Oh my gosh. You get another business card. What is this, business card 12 this month? 15 of the year. 15th of the year. (laughs) He is my co-host on the Battle for 1600 podcast, regular guest on America First. And he, well, I don't know, Boris. Well, I'm Sebastian Gorka, by the way. Wait, Newly who? minted, Friday, the president signed the paperwork. I am now presidential appointee to the National Security Education Board. So he's not, not my old boss anymore. What do I call him? Current boss. boss. Current boss. He's your boss. He's my boss. What should we talk about? the boss. For, he is just the boss with the a big boss. B. That's right. What shall we talk about today? Well, there's something going on this week. I don't know. Most people have not seen it. The ratings are down 25% wrong, from four wrong, years wrong. ago. Are you going to talk about the Democrat convention? Uh, no, it's not. There's no convention. It's, there's a socialist well, meetup. We're not going to start with that. What there's do we always start with? Meetup. What do we always start with? Oh, Always on this podcast. I, it's been about, <laughs> gosh, you know what? I've been so busy. It's almost been two weeks since my last cigar. What? Is that's that possible? Wrong. That is just. I think so. that's on America. I know. Well, I know. that's lucky that one of our listeners has sent you some cigars, and they're right in front of you. Little delightful, like cafe creme, little a little post prandial. When you've had your big cigar, I love this. and you're still you're still hankering after something, and you want another hit, then you've got two little special panther, panther the look, panther. Look how cool the logo the, is. The, the, panther the, the panther on the cigarillo. Isn't that cool? I got I got two boxes. The Have bang. you cracked them open yet? Um, I have, and they're rather good. Are they? They're rather I can't good. wait. All right. Enjoy. I, I'm waiting until... And thank you, Roger. Thank you, listener. Roger. Lots of love. Good man. Lots of love. I'm waiting until Thursday, so, you know, we for the for the podcast will drop today. Yes. It's Wednesday. The, for those watching the video, Saturday. It'll go to Saturday. So the, the Socialist, Democrat, <laughs> Communist meetup is done tomorrow, and tomorrow night I'm going to celebrate with a big cigar, which I'll then follow... With Two one of these weeks. cigars. Two weeks. You're a strong-willed man, Boris. I know. I know. And I was this close. Was actually, I didn't even smoke one on my birthday. No, I don't. That, no. I swear. Now you're just making it up. I swear. I swear. He I came to... on my show on his birthday, and I thought I was interrupting your cigars. You were interrupting me working from the campaign, is what, you were, is what we were doing. Boris, never an interruption. I'm worried for you. I'll be okay. I'm worried. I've got enough smoke. You know, it's, it's, it's packed Smoke in and there. fire. We're, Smoke we're, and we're fire. okay. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. All right. Up. Well, now you have your supplies. I'm excited for these Panthers. I know. They're good. They're good. They're good. Um, well, hold on, hold on a second. 
This well, is not. You know, we're co-hosts. Okay. He, he thinks this, that co-host means he co-hosts. This isn't a one-way street. What do you think is is means? To quote <laughs> a certain former president. Well, here I am on the Democrat convention, and uh, where's Jeffrey, my friend Epstein? I miss him I mean, so much. How's Ghislaine? So, the question is this: How many have you spoken last week? Be honest. Don't say like a million just to make me look bad. I haven't smoked a cigar in a week. I know it's bad, isn't it? And you're it? making fun of me. Hey, dude, but I got an excuse. What is it? I was in bloody hospital having a kidney stone out. Okay. First they didn't let, I tried to light up in the OR, <laughs> and the doc said, you got to wait a bit. you got to wait. Okay, you know what? <laughs> that excuse <laughs> is lame. I know. It's going nowhere with me. <laughs> it's not good enough. No. It's just not good enough. Okay, tonight, with my son, we're going to have a cigar. Or which kind? Oh, Always the same for me. <laughs> well, I've got a big box of Monty 2s that I've got in a Monty humidor. My friend Jeff, another Jeff gave me beautiful Monty humidor. Big or small? The humidor? Yeah. It's, it's about a two foot long with the Monty mm-hmm. symbol on the top, glass and wood. Beautiful. My friend Jeff said, I don't smoke cigars, and I, I inherited this from my uncle. Would you like it? Uh, excuse me? Duh. Monte Cristo <laughs> humidor. Are you joking? Yes, please. So that's permanently there for my guest in my office. And then I just love the, the, the own in-house label brand from my local cigar store. It's just the best. And the thing is, it's a 65 ring gauge, which is massive. Right. It's about a foot long, and it takes me an hour and a half, which is great. Right, which for me would be like four hours. <laughs> so here's a question. I've actually been on the hunt. I'm glad we're talking about the convention. And maybe, I mean, it's, okay. <laughs> That's priorities. 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 Stuff that's interesting, and then the convention. And maybe the <laughs> listeners and the viewers can help me with this. I'm on the hunt for a big-sized humidor, like up to about like a 1,000 cigars. Because I have what? so many. Yes. I have a beautiful Gurkha humidor that my friend Kaiser Hansosha nice. said. Nice. Beautiful. 30th anniversary, beautiful wood. So that's about, you know, maybe 200 cigars in there. Then Hang on. Do you ha- how many cigars do you have at home? It's got to be over 1,000 at this point. Are you kidding? Yes. And I have, and I'm do you run- rotate them properly? And I do them? the whole thing. The whole thing. I do the whole thing. But I've got a lot of different humidors, and it's getting you know, too, money. too disparate. And now I've got a bunch that I can't fit. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Else. Okay. This is totally classified. Do you have a closet? No, 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 no. My cigar store Okay. that you're coming to. Can't wait. First, first of, Tuesday. First Tuesday yes. for the conservative cigar night. Right. Might do a little, what do we call them, Shads? What are they called when you broadcast from somewhere else? Oh, a, remote. You, a remote. A remote. A remote. Okay. I'm still, I'm still a remote. I, I, I'm still I should a, probably uh, like put up a bulletin board yes. and mark every time I right. tell you what a remote is. Right, right. Yeah. Outside broadcast, okay? <laughs> um, that store, and I'll show you, and I, I'm so tempted to buy it because he made me an amazing offer once. There's a hu- It's not a thousand cigars. There's a humidor in there, which is about two foot wide. Okay. About a foot and a half wide, mm-hmm. uh, tall. Guess what it is? What is it? It's only one thing it could be. Come on. Only one thing. How do we know each other, dude? It's something from the White House. It's the White House, and it's no. a humidor. Oh yeah. How much do you want? I'll talk to you later. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Maybe it is. It's very cool. Is it cool? It's cool. Does it fit a lot? Uh, it's more for show. It's more for show. More I mean, for you can probably show. get like fifty in there. Yeah. No, but see, it's the White I, House. I know. But what I'm and I told my wife this. I said, honey. My, she just took my her and my little boy went to the in laws for a couple for a week or so. I said, "Honey, there's a chance when you come back in our apartment. We're not in a house; we're in an apartment in the city. <laughs> the apartment right? will be a humidor. There, there <laughs> may be a closet that's a humidor. So that's I'm literally thinking of one of those things that you go to the store. Why not? And, and they're not actually that crazy expensive. But you need the cedar. 
It's going to be cedar. Right. Land. It's got to be cedar. So right. that's what I'm looking at. So I'm thinking about it. But that's my biggest. You know, we all have our own problems. My concern <laughs> these days. Vices, guns, is, and cigars. Is how, okay. Right. I, I don't play the craps. I don't chase women. Cigars and guns. And I'm in D.C., so I can't have guns in the house, so I got cigars. <laughs> but he got a lot. But, but he's I've got, got a lot. lot. I've got enough cigars I, to where I could so, pack them into a gun. I'm bl- blown away. A thousand cigars. At least. Because they're just boxes and boxes and yeah, packages yeah, yeah. and boxes. They're everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. And then there's cigars I bought years ago. Because then, you know, so when I first started smoking, I really wasn't necessarily into Cubans. So I had some other cigars. And I've pa- and then you travel. You go anywhere. So, hey, let me get a box of this. And let me get a box of that. And it, when you're not in campaign season, when life's a little right. normal, how many cigars is a week? One. I really, what? So I really try hard. You're not a smoker. I am a smoker. And I'll tell you why. And this is just, you know, being, we're being honest here. Right? That's why people love the podcast. It's right. the banter. I, you know, I don't have the straw. My... my it impacts my throat. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I love it. But you don't inhale. But I don't inhale, but it just, there's an impact. And yeah. I make a living with my throat. You know what I mean? So Wise. So I I really try to limit it to one. And also, unlike you, my good, much smarter friend, <laughs> I don't not drink when I smoke. Okay? Uh, that that amplifies. So it amplifies, it amplifies. Pretty, pretty strongly. So I try to keep it to one. A lot of times when I make that one, I'll make it two in that one night. Okay? Yeah. So but it's really one. But that's what I keep it to. And then... And this is a very nice thing, but people, I'm sure that happens to you, it happens to both of us, people know we like cigars, so next thing you know, when someone wants to give you a gift, what do you give somebody who's got most things that they would want? Another thousand cigars. Another box (laughs) of cigars, right? Gentlemen, I I did the math very quickly. Yes? Boris. He thinks he's like a flipping co-host. It's going to be another like 22 years before you finish those cigars at that rate. No, no, no. My kids inherit the cigars. There's no doubt about (laughs) it. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. Trickle down economics right. works in the Epstein household. household. No doubt about it. And I'm also not giving, to be to be really frank, I'm not huge on giving away the cigars. <laughs> like, I'll bring some for you because you're a good friend. But I'm not the kind that's like, oh, let me go to somewhere and bring a box of my cigars. Nah, not so much. Okay? I like I like the fact that I've got a big variety in all kinds of different. we got Gurkhas. we got Monte Cristo 2s, Hori de Monterey's, and then these latest. I got the box of tri- oh, so I think I told you I smoked the Trinidad. Yeah, and so that's it's maybe, a seriously good cigar. Maybe that's why I have a thousand cigars is because when I smoke one, I get a box. So I've gotten box now, and those are that may be my new cigar. Really? But you know, I love the Monte Two still, but, the, it's a, but it's a mild cigar. Trinidad's a real cigar. Trinidad is a boom right, cigar, right. and it's now, like an Opus X. It's like yes. a Oliva. The, the fact of the matter is that now the way the way that production is. Monty Twos can be a little oh, more inconsistent. It's, it's always been like that. You know? It's always been like that. The Trinidads? Cohibas, Montes, uh, yeah. QC. Sort of QC. Yeah, QC. QC. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, All right. we've only spent 10 minutes on, <laughs> on, on cigars. But that's you why know, people love the podcast. I think it is a huge part of it. We get into it. We're having a good time. All right. And guys, if you like this as much as we do, spread the word. It's free. It's a podcast. Tell your buddies. Oh, and by the way. Love the reviews. Thank you for the amazing reviews on iTunes and wherever you get your podcast. If you like it as much as we do, write us a little review. We really appreciate it. Right, Baron? Yeah. We love the reviews. We love the signups. We love the feedback. And, you know, personally, I'm just really appreciative of you that we've been doing this so consistently. No, we, and it doesn't matter. I'm on vacation. It's your birthday. You're in the hospital. Every bloody week we do it. <laughs> We're, uh, excuse me, nurse. Sh- Got to do a podcast. I'm missing a limb here <laughs> in the podcast. Dropping out of planes yeah. with a microphone. I just did a Van Gogh without my ear. You know what I mean? I'm here for the podcast. No, it's a blast. People love it. 
And and honestly, it's something I look forward to every week. That's why we do it. Battle for 1600. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Write a review. And then follow the Baron. Boris EP. Breakfastwithboris.com. I'm at Seb Gorka, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, on Twitter. And you know the show website. Yes, America first. It is sebgorka.com. Okay, let's get down to business. Two-hour-long infomercial. I got to go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're paying you the big bucks, Boris. You stay right there. No cigars for you. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to fess up. Who's listening? Don't tell anybody. I didn't watch them. I don't. That's why I mean, Jeff, how, that's why I have Jeff. I mean, I mean, how, how could you? I mean, Jeff, you know, he just, we, 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 we tie him to a chair, we get some cigars, and we stuff him in his mouth, and he watches a damn debate. Scotch, and, too, and, or no? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got golf, cigar, and scotch. That's Jeff. Um, and this is the summary he wrote for me. Sanity check. And I like it. I like it. But we've got some sound bites. <sighs> the theme for the evening was empathy. This is last night and then everything. Last night. Okay. Last night. Empathy. <laughs> Sally- Can I curse? <laughs> A little bit. Sally Sally Yates, fired by Donald Trump, spoke about the president's attacks on the Justice Department and the Post Office. Bill Clinton, who was impeached, said the president causes chaos in the Oval Office. AOC's used used her sixty ninety seconds because she couldn't keep it to 60, to nominate Bernard Sanders. Very strange. And then a security guard who took a selfie with Sleepy Creepy Beijing Beijing Biden endorsed Sleepy Creepy Beijing Biden. She liked the selfie, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess that's why we vote for presidents, right? Selfies. John McCain appeared in a video about how he and Sleepy Creepy Joe are such good buddies. And then Jill Biden was in a classroom talking about the Rona and how sad it is <laughs> that kids aren't in school. Is that a good summary? I think it's pretty good. I, I give that an A. Uh, we're going to give it a B, actually. I'll tell you why. <laughs> so it's a good summary. What did he forget? First of all, the, the, the complete hypocrisy of Joe Biden doesn't want kids in school. So Jill Biden- The Democrats don't. The governors. Nobody. No. On the left. Okay. And then he forgot. He left that one very, very, very big thing that led me to say what I did last night on the real Joe Biden, oh. which is the only watchable thing about the DNC is the Trump campaign's nightly pushback live from our campaign war room. The real Joe Biden, it, me, Mercedes Schlapp, we had Ali Pardo, Steve Cortez, Hogan Gidley. We've got a great team. We're having about Dave Bossy was on it. Liz Harrington from the RNC was on it. The, but let me just say what I said last night, which just got clipped of Fox News, that it was a night of losers, is that they had John Kerry. Iran deal. Lecturing us about Iran. Pro Ayatollah. John Kerry. Lecturing us about Iran. Logan Act. Constant. Const- in contravention. Const- constantly breaking the Logan Act. Okay. And facilitating the Iran deal. Sending almost a billion dollars on behalf of Bi- on behalf of Biden and Obama to the Iranians, Cash, John Kerry, and then releasing another hundred forty billion. And of course, yes, and of course, the loser in the two thousand four election to George W. Bush, John Kerry. So this, the first two nights of the, I'm not going to call the DNC. It was the socialist meetup. Okay, radical, leftist, but also confused. 
Like, what was John Kasich doing? Okay, I get it. You don't. You, did you see that picture? What? Doesn't he was standing at, at some a crossroads? Like, crossro- oh, I guess you're at a crossroads. Well, let me solve it for you, Mr. Kasich. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you. You were rejected in 2016 by the Republican voters. You begged for the Republican National Convention to be in Cleveland, Ohio, which you were governor of Ohio at the time, and then you didn't show up because maybe you thought, "Oh, I'm going to be the nominee." Okay, so you know what, Governor Kasich. <laughs> Just go away. You and your grifter little buddy, John Weaver, and his dumb Lincoln project, just go away. Okay? Nobody cares what you have to say. Susan Molinari, oh, goodness gracious, you know? And then they had all those other fake Republicans. Susan Molinari, who lobbied for Russia, okay, for the Russian, for the Putin government, and now she's going to lecture us about how, oh, Donald Trump somehow, you know, something wrong on foreign policy. It was the night of, Tuesday night was the night of losers. The night of globalists, the night of America last. Yeah. That's all Tuesday night. And then Fox picks up your show. And it's the night of the loser rollout. It, I love that. They roll out the losers. Roll out the losers. That's what it was. They rolled out the losers. Who does it who does it appeal to? Who, who is anybody after the last four hours going to vote for Joe Biden who wasn't already in the tank? That's what I don't get. Well, that's the that's the problem. And then, you know, obviously neither of us is objective. Is objective, right? But to be as objective... Because we love America. We love America. We love the president. But to be as objective as possible, you look at the first two nights of the socialist meetup, right? You look at at the first night, which, honestly, I'm not even joking. I'm sitting here. I've already forgotten... Was what, what I guess happened? it was Bernie Sanders and then and then Fredo's brother, Fredo, Fredo Part 2. And who was the main guy? Who was that? Gretchen? I know they had Whitmer. That, so anyway, uh, uh, oh, Michelle Obama. Oh, sorry. Was the main guy? Michelle Obama. Um, I didn't say that. He did. He Michelle said, who was Obama the main guy? Was, they Michelle, said Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama was hey, the main guy. Hey, no, Boris. No, I, all, I, I, all due respect, I was not saying Michelle Obama. But that was, and her speech was so Michelle Obama was the, was the keynote, I guess they call, whatever they call the feature. Yeah, they, she was right. the feature but, speaker. And, and did you notice anything interesting or missing from the speech? It's a quiz. Uh, vice president nominee. What's her name? The vice president nominee, Mamala. It's Kamala Harris. Mamala. Sorry, she ma- thinks Mamala. she's Mamala because she's trying to. She, she's trying to appropriate. Be soft. She's trying to appropriate my ethnicity. Okay, <laughs> so sec, her her husband's Jewish and her, the, his kids are Jewish, and she's like, oh, they call me Mamala. Okay, Kamala. Okay, I've known a lot of Mamalas in my life. Okay, you ain't one of them. You're not one of them. All right, take it easy. All right, no, don't try to be us. Okay, I had a I had a Mamala. But hang on, she's 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 got the. What did she say? They say she's the black Asian, and now she's going for the Jewish. That's that's quite trying to be everything for everybody. But so the reason for those of you wondering, this is why this is a great podcast because we have information others may not know. The reason Michelle Obama did not mention Kamala Harris, the African American woman who's on the ticket, is because they taped the damn thing. Because before, before Kamala Harris was announced. No, no. I mean, are you kidding me? Let Who, me. Who's, whose idea is that? But, but, but this is it. This is it. This is the story of the last year and a half. I've said from the beginning, I've said it with you on the show, I've said it on the podcast. Choosing Joe Biden is the laziest right. thing so the lazy. Democrats could do. 47 years in government. You are banging on every day about minorities, women, Me Too, Black Lives Matter. And the old white dude is your choice? That's lazy. And then you compound it by being so bloody lazy. Barack Obama, (laughs) his boss, 
asks his wife to record her announcement before they choose Kamala. Could you be more? I mean, if, if you were, if, had you, a week. if that was your decision in the DNC campaign, you would rightly be fired, wouldn't you? Ab- in, a, in a heartbeat. Are you Boom. kidding me? And then they show it. They had a week. It was Kamala Harris was named on a Tuesday, and they knew for for weeks they couldn't have. Are you they couldn't j- bothered? She's sitting on Martha's Vineyard saying, "Let's have a kind of attack ad." At and, the president. and she had, and and the former first lady Michelle Obama had this Joe Biden out of focus. <laughs> he was just like, "What's that?" Maybe oh, what's maybe they were the going background? for how maybe they were going for how Joe <laughs> how sees the sees. world now. Right, yeah, right. The world. Ten, ten it was in all seriousness. It, these first two nights have been. A disaster yeah. for the Democrats on all counts. To your question, I can't see them gain any votes. They they pissed off the far left because apparently they didn't check every box because there were not enough Hispanics in prime 60 time. seconds for AOC. Okay. That's got to piss people off. And, well, but then she didn't mention Biden. Biden. <laughs> no, she, so, well, was I wasn't Biden. expecting that. I was expecting a lot of things. I was not expecting for her to use. I knew it was going to be 60 seconds, right. but I thought she would at least talk about Biden, but it was it was an anti-Biden 60-second ad. Right. Maybe, I don't know, maybe AOC secretly loves the president. Maybe she's on the <laughs> Trump train. Maybe she, The Manchurian AOC. Ma- yeah, we have she, a new theory. Maybe she's with us, but it made no sense. And then the first guy to do the nomination in their terrible roll call also did it for Bernie. So, which Embarrassing. actually, if someone doesn't know the ins and outs of nominating process, which frankly, it's not like I study him all day long, my first reaction was like, wait, what, the, what, what? why is Bernie, what's happening? I thought this was the Biden thing. And then, oh, my God. What? The video of Joe Biden. When he, with the balloons. With the, the, like the, like the three pieces of confetti. <laughs> Did they run out of, they couldn't, they, was, was Party City well, closed? Look, look, the, the last convention, they didn't have an American flags. So maybe they're still short on cash. I don't well, know. And, and Tim, maybe Tim Kaine popped all the balloons that were left <laughs> in America. Remember, he was all like, look at me with the balloons. How'd that work out? Yes, he's a Tim. what a doofus, Tim Kaine. Oh man, he's what a, a black hole of charisma. Look, let's let me ask you this: C- Could this be the first convention in modern history, Boris, to get the anti bump? Yeah, to mind, get a non bump. Are we getting mind melt here? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see how. How does this create a bump? So the, here's how it could create a bump, and we do expect a bump, and I'll tell you why. Because the Just media the is oh, so media. corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. And they're already doing it. They're already trying. Well, no, 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 no. It's not hypocrisy and a soup of crap you're saying. It's unity. <laughs> the most divisive message in years, and they translate it as unity. Let's go to the videotape. We're looting and rioting in cities across the country. Murder is up 200% in, uh, in New York City. They want to take away your guns. They want to tell you what to eat. I put an op-ed out on, on the Daily Caller called Kamala Harris wants to take your steak away. Yep. And it's the truth. She it actually is. That's not even a joke. No. So th- these are people who want to prevent you from going to church, who want to, oh, they try to start out with a prayer. Are you kidding? And they had the American flag at the beginning. Who are they kidding? All the, It's just some 1984 disgusting, again, soup. But then here's the one thing that stuck out for me for these first two two days of radicalism. Linda Sarsour. Linda Sarsour, ah. disgusting anti- anti-Semitic hate monger who's friends with Louis Farrakhan, who's called my people termites, who says he wants to exterminate us, yes. exterminate the Jews, who said disgusting things about homosexuals, disgusting things about other minorities, and again, a hateful anti-Semite. They had Linda Sarsour at one of their daily events during the day, the daily programming. And if you look, we can put this up on the video, hopefully. If you look at the 
screen of her talking, what she says, first of all, is that we control the Democratic Party, effectively. And then... Stop. Stop. Right there. I have to stop? Just right there. Oh, damn it. Just pull such a roll. I was going to throw something. But we have it. You Eric, got it? We have exactly that. Eric. Video cut eight, please. The Democratic Party is not perfect, um, but it is absolutely our party in this moment. Can we show that one more time? Yeah, yeah, show show, show it one more time. Okay, I'm going to point to something. The Baron wants to do a little Carl Rove here. Okay. Play it it again, Eric. Hit it. Okay. The Democratic Party is not perfect. What does that say? D20. What does this say? DNC caucus and council meeting. Muslim delegates and allies Hmm. assembly. Does that somehow say to you that that's not connected to the Democratic National Convention Uh, or uh, Joe Biden? But hang on. When she says it's our party, what she's saying, it's the anti-Semites who hate America party? Well, she's she's clearly saying that the Democrat Party is the party of anti-Semites. But then Andrew Bates, who's one of the little minions on the Biden campaign, one of the worst campaign operatives. I usually don't come here and talk about other operatives, right? It's sort of like, why would you hit an operative? But this guy is so terrible at his job, I think he may be another Manchurian candidate for us. Or maybe, <laughs> He's that bad. Or he may be on the payroll. I don't know. Okay? <laughs> he is one of the worst, one of the dumbest operatives you ever met. He comes out and says, well, this has nothing to do with our campaign or the Democratic Party. Party. Yeah, let's throw it back up there just one more time. Just just, just, just put, put the visual yeah, up there, put the visual and, up and there. freeze it. Okay. So you read the upper Chiron, the upper third. D- NC caucus and council meeting. What does he think DNC stands for? Uh, I don't know. Domestic Do- National Committee? are not kosher with a C. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I really... You like that one, right? You like that one? <laughs> They're not halal. I don't know. It's, yeah, you got it's, me. It's you a, so uh, what an explanation. The, the, the response, if you're even a, a, a fifth of a normal operative, the response is, Linda Sarsour had no place here. She will not be seen anywhere near, near the Democrat National Committee. Not, this wasn't part of our programming. All right, numb nuts. But she's the one who was kicked off the Women's March for she, her anti-Semitism. She is a rabid anti-Semite. And this just tells you that the left, they are saddling up to their extremists. She is their David Duke. Could you imagine if David Duke, the hateful David gave Duke, gave a the video, video announcement? All branded up with the RNC? Right. It would be... The world would blow up, okay? Even if he walked by a convention center <laughs> where the Republican convention was happening, they would say, oh! Passed in the same county. Exactly. But oh, here, no. and you know what the crazy thing is? What? The media. Couldn't pretty much this. crickets. You know, you've got Jake Tapper, who apparently is really proud to be Jewish, you know, from what I've known of him. Barely mentions it. Barely on Twitter mentions it. Kind of, uh, and, and then... Pretty much folk carries water for the terrible Andrew Bates response. I'm going to say something here, and you know, people may like it, may, they may not like it, but I really don't give a crap. Okay? Go ahead. That's why we're here. Six million of our people, Jews, died in the Holocaust. And it was not that long ago. No. We have suffered persecution and murder for centuries. And this is not whining. We're fine. The Jewish people are going to be fine. We'll persevere. We'll You'll survive. Fine. We'll survive. But to the Jewish people in the media... To the Jewish people at the New York Times, to the Jewish people at the Washington Post, at CNN, at MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, wherever. If you did not focus on this, you are missing something. But it's not an accident, Bob. It's not an accident. But if you're not focusing on the hateful Linda Sarsour, the anti-Semite who pals around with Louis Farrakhan and wants to exterminate us, 
You, I'm, I'm not here to fearmonger. I am not here to say that we're facing some threat. But history but, but is a, on, but, 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 two seconds. Go ahead. History is a map to the future. Right. And there's a lot of people in the world who really don't like the Jews or hate the Jews. And if you are not calling out the Democratic Party for harboring this hate monger as a Jewish member of the media, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. But what you're talking about, let's be very clear here, is not a personal observation. It's not hyperbole. It's not a political statement. Look at the figures for the last two years of hate crimes against the Jews of New York. Mm -hmm. Just New York. I mean, rocket ascendance in terms of violent crimes and also against property, temples. Yes, that's the point. Whose bloody city is it? Whose city is it? Is that Donald Trump's city? Is that the RNC city? This is not a theory. And these are the people who are being embraced. And it's not just her. Let's not fixate on this woman in her hijab with the the DNC chiron. This is Rashida Tlaib. This is AOC. It's all about the Benjamins. Israel is evil. The bankers control. Yeah. And they've hypnotized. Quote. Quote. Israel has hypnotized the West. They've hypnotized the West. These people haven't been removed from their membership of the Foreign Affairs Committee. These people haven't been censured by Nancy Pelosi. On the contrary, this is the face right. of the Democrat Party. So, uh, this I is someone Joe Biden said is very smart about Ilhan Omar. He said he, Joe Biden said Ilhan Omar, who is another yes, anti-Semite, yes, yes. is very smart. Right. And to your right. point, remember when Steve King said he said despicable things, and I was but on your show we, and I we said talked that, about it, and he deservedly got right. punted off committees. Right. Uh, so where is the parallel? Where is doesn't the parallel? Exist. It doesn't exist. And again, I will say it again. And uh, and you know whether you're Jewish or you're not, but if you care about hate, if you care about acceptance, I mean, th- what did you say? The, the, the theme was empathy. 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 And Linda Sarsour is on on yes. the day of empathy. The theme was empathy. Michelle Obama's was empathy. Remember, you've got to walk in the shoes of the other. What? Sorry. Whose shoes? The you know anti-Semites' it, shoes? You, you know what it is? It's, it actually all goes back. This is not, you know, again, some st- theory here. This is intersectionalism, right? But that's the irony. This is what it comes She's saying right. you've got to walk in the other's shoes. The Democrat Party ideology is you can't do that. Right. Because if I'm white, Boris, I can't walk in an Asian woman's shoes. Right. Because intersectionality, you've got to talk from your lived experience. They can't even be ideologically consistent no, at their own bloody no, convention. And so, the, so glad you mentioned that. No question about it. No, this, that's the key of takeaway here. They're right. so radical. They're so far to the left. They want power so bad. So if those people at home who are deciding who to vote for, and if you, I mean, if you're Jewish or care about Israel, whether you're Jewish or not, look at Linda Sarsour. Look at AOC speaking. Look at who the Democrats have become. Look at their position on Israel. Look at their position. Look at de Blasio targeting Jewish funerals but allowing Black Lives yes. Matter to march up and down Fifth Avenue. Right. And if you think for one second, one second, that the Democratic Party is going to be there for the Jewish people, is going to be there for America as a whole, you are kidding yourself. I have to share this with you. I did it t- with my my, my um, millions of listeners on the radio. We're show. We're getting hot here today. It's hot. Well, it is. It's this, the, the, this is a steam room now. Um, I had dinner with some friends who were having their fortieth wedding anniversary, and it was all conservatives. Wonderful couple. She listens to the show, and and a friend who'd been at their wedding forty years ago was at my table, and he was the only liberal there with his wife. And during 
he knew who I was after I introduced myself. Really? Because you, no. you just blend in. No. I never know. And then during the dinner, I behaved myself. And then somebody asked me and congratulated me on the nomination. And so this guy's at the table. He knows I worked for the president. He knows I'm working for the president. Mm-hmm. He shares his family history. Jewish family escaped Europe 100 years ago. Very successful businessman. Hugely successful businessman here. And then he says how Joe Biden is a centrist moderate and proceeds to call the guy I work for at a dinner party where we're supposed to be celebrating a couple a fascist. Now, I didn't cause a scene because I didn't want to ruin the anniversary. So I just said, I'm sorry. You're talking about the man I worked for and have been nominated by, and I'm now going to leave. And I stood up from the table and I left. Boris, this is the enormity of the situation. A grown man who has seen more success in this country than you could see anywhere, right. honestly, right? You could do it in, you know, in the Russian Federation or you know, somewhere else as an oligarch, but honestly made millions. Right. Who has a Jewish heritage and looks at this party with Linda Sassou, with Rashida Talib, with Ilhan Omar, when did we get to the point where it's okay to call me, forget me working for the president, the 63 million Americans who voted for him because credit to our hosts, afterwards he called this guy out and said, when you do that at this dinner party in front of my friend, you're saying that 63 million Americans are fascists. It's actually... How uh, do we get here, Boris? It's fascinating you just said that. So as we know, we talked uh, last Friday, was my birthday. And, you know, Facebook's a fun thing, and you, you're friends with people from a long time ago. And I was friend, uh, friends with this guy who's a total nobody, actually. Total loser. Okay? Total loser. If you're listening, Dan Garcellus, this is you. Uh, and he posted on my Facebook. He's a buddy of a, a, a buddy of mine from high school. I don't even know who the guy is. Anyway, total loser. Dan Garcellus. And he posted on my Facebook, so it's public, so I could say it. He said, happy birthday, Boris. Now stop pushing fascist propaganda. I had family die in the Holocaust, okay? I am so proud to work for this president who stands up for Israel, for America, of course, first, for the Jewish people, who pushes back against Rashida Tlaib, Linda Sarsour, Alain Omar, AOC, Bernie Sanders. Just brought a new peace deal. And just brought a peace deal, first peace deal in almost 30 years. Between and, and huge credit to Jared Kushner and Avi Berkowitz, both close friend of, uh, friends of both of ours. Huge deal. And more to come. And more to come. Yeah. Okay? So these people who want to call the president, and by the way, make no mistake, as you said, when they call him that, well, this guy just straight said to me on Facebook, he thinks I'm a fascist. Right. So yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a fascist. Okay, that's, that's where, that, that's where the, these people are. They are so deranged. And you know what? Life's going to catch up to them. But, Being but so, we have 74 days. Those people, listen, most of them, when they, they pop off at the mouth, they either don't vote or they vote for, oh, no, I like the Green Party or something like that, you know? They don't participate. And, I, and I've had friends who popped off at me, you know, and, and you know what my response was? I've been involved in Republican politics now for a long time. And, you know, you're this, or you, you know, the, the, these people, you're a lawyer, or you're this, or you're that. Well, you know what? Why don't you get off your ass and get involved? Yeah. If you care so much... 
go pick a candidate, right. hope that candidate wins, and then we can have a conversation. But, but for now, it's like somebody who's playing in the NFL talking to somebody who's rooting for the European football league. Right. But, but here's the point that my wife made to me afterwards, and always listen to your wife. She said, when did it get to be okay to do that? Because I know you, Boris, and I know myself. There is no circumstance, no circumstance, no circumstance, where I would be sitting at a formal dinner where I found out somebody at my table voted for the other party, voted for Obama, for Hillary, and I would call that person a communist or call their candidate a communist. I just wouldn't do it. I'm going to give you one caveat on that, and I would not do it at a dinner party, but I would do it privately. I know Jewish people who are backing Alain Omar. And I do probably say to them, I mean, are you nuts? Like, are you crazy? Yeah, she, but, but that's a she, discussion. She hates you. That's a discussion. But that's a private discussion. Right. I'm if talking about a, a public celebration. If we're at dinner, if we're anywhere, because the, 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 the interesting thing about conservatives versus liberals, liberals are supposed to be tolerant. It's us who's tolerant. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, if somebody was sitting here right now and they said, you know what? I voted for every Democrat in the last 20 years. I'll vote for the next 20 years. You know what? I wouldn't give two craps. Right. I just wouldn't care. God bless you. That's America. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't insult them. No. That's what you care about. That, that's your perspective. And I respect that. And here's the thing. Here's what, what Democrats have tried to do to us. They've tried to marginalize the president so much that it's like saying that if you voted for him, you voted for, you know. Hitler. I'm not, I don't want to say it, right? But no, that's, but that's what, what they say. That's, that's what they're trying to make it as. Right. But he was the nominee of one of the two major parties. He's the president yeah, of the United right. States, elected in the by freest nation in America. People, okay? okay, so this marginalization of conservatives. But you know what the beauty of it is? Wow. I know we're kind of pissed off, right? We're, no, no, we're this is a through. therapy session. Yeah, we're out of time, but this is a good therapy. You know what session. the beauty of it is? That what? all what? these people, and I was going to say a different word, <laughs> sitting around and rolling out the losers, seemingly fancy <laughs> cocktail parties that you probably didn't want to go to, but did, and I don't like them either. <laughs> On the coasts, okay, the coastal elites, well, they can call us fascists all they want, and they can say all the nasty stuff about right. us they want. But the American people, and we're all Americans, but the the heartland of America, the backbone of America, the essence of America is with us. Yeah. It's not with these people no. who think there's 47,000 genders. Who... It can't be with those who hate this country. Right. That's Period. What it, that's what it is. All right. We're going to change the name of this podcast to Catharsis at 1600. <laughs> that was different. That was different. I'm going to take some relief factor. And oh, we're going to get... Oh, yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the radio segment. We're gonna, <laughs> we're not telling anybody we're going to have some cigars. We're not going to exhale unlike Clinton inhaling. This has been the Battle for 1600 with my good friend Boris Epstein. Follow him at Boris EP on Twitter. Breakfastwithboris.com. He's the strategic advisor for the Trump 2020 campaign. See? See? Just like that. Magic. I'm Sebastian Gorka, newly minted presidential appointee on the National Security Education Board, host of America First. Let's end with a cut from our boss, Eric. Video cut one. As you know better than anyone, the survival of our nation is at stake in this election. And I will tell you, I never thought I'd say it because we had a great election. We had a great election a little while ago. Four years ago, I never thought I'd say anything could compete with 2016. 
This election that we're going into is the most important election in the history of our country. Nothing more to be said. Nothing to be said. I just taped Get Out the Vote videos with that message yesterday. They'll be around the country. Go vote. Go to vote.donaldjtrump.com. Register to vote. Get involved. Let's get the president elected. Say it again. Vote.donaldjtrump.com. And then tonight, where can they watch you? Donaldjtrump.com backslash online or the Donald J. Trump Facebook. Facebook. The, the, The campaign's Twitter. The Donald J. Trump YouTube. Anywhere and everywhere that's Donald Trump campaign related, the real Joe Biden, as soon as night three of the socialist meetup is over, within seconds, switch over, we're going to have a blast. It's a big one tonight. Once they finish rolling out the losers, tune in. (laughs) Catch you next time, guys. God bless. Thanks.